to another episode of Unfiltered as Fuck. It's your boy AB coming to you live from Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion's uh, trial. We don't know who did what. We don't know who did who. But we're going to know. We're going to figure out who did what. This is Asata Jr. I'm coming to you live from Fort Worth. Today is Tuesday, April 26th. We got a lot to talk about, folks. A lot to cover, so we're not even going to waste no time. We're going to jump right into the Brooklyn Nets getting swept by the Boston Celtics in a clean sweep. I mean, it pretty much wasn't even close. I know all the games were tight, but if we're going to be honest with ourselves, and I've been saying this for weeks, Kevin Durant is not a leader. I've been explaining this to folks for, I don't know, gee, four or five years. Uh, Look, let's just be honest. The Brooklyn Nets were designed to win a championship. Absolutely. Until James Harden took his ball and left. No, 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 no. We're not even going to talk about James Harden. Kyrie Irving was the ringleader. Mm-hmm. He called Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant came right on over. He left Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, and Mr. Steve Kerr in the dust. He said he wanted to do it on his own, right? Meanwhile, Kyrie Irving, look, let's just call it. He was being selfish. He wasn't available. And frankly, we could blame it on everybody. But I want to give some of the to Steve Nash. Now, I don't blame Steve Nash in the sense of, you know, players not being available, guys not getting vaccinated, guys want to leave. It was a shitstorm. It was a shit show, no matter how you want to look at it. However, here's my problem with Steve Nash. He's not a motivator. I mean, you're talking about a guy that won two MVPs. Now, the second MVP, Shaq should We won't get into that. This is a guy that had no championship accolades, nothing. He never even been to an NBA Finals. Why is his first head coaching job for a super team? And I know Kyrie Irving said he didn't need a coach. And if you ask me, they didn't have a head coach. Ime Udoka, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Forgive me if I'm not. He outcoached Steve Nash. It looked like Pee Wee, like, like Steve Nash was like a Pee Wee football coach. He had no idea what it was. Like. I saw Steve Nash slapping more ass on the sideline than making adjustments during the game. So <laughs> I want to start off by saying Steve Nash needs to be fired. Okay. He does not need to be the coach. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, he didn't have his, his ducks in a row. You know, Kyrie missed half the season with without being vaccinated. You know, KD went down with the MCL sprain. James Harden leaves mid mid season. Ben Simmons has <laughs> not played basketball in God knows how long at this point. But that's not my issue. My issue with Steve Nash is he never coached. He never coached. You don't get a job like that in a prime real estate area. I mean, this is New York. Okay, this is Brooklyn. Okay. Mr. Sean Carter purchased the team. You got to have a coach in there that's willing to say something to these players. You think Greg Popovich would have stood for what Kyrie was doing? No, he would have traded his ass. Kyrie Irving had the Nets in the palm of his hand. If you remember in the beginning of the year, they said, Kyrie, you're not playing. We're not going to have no part-time player. What the hell is a part-time basketball player? <laughs> you ever heard of that? I ain't never heard of it. If if Kyrie if if Kyrie did not want to get vaccinated, I don't really, you know, 
that's his personal that's his personal wish man I mean at the end of the day you gotta respect it just like you know people have to respect if you decide to get vaccinated that's your personal opinion at the end of the day Kyrie was doing what he felt as though was best for him um I wouldn't call that being selfish because at some point you gotta take a stand and he took a stance and it's I, I, I stand with whoever is going to do what's best for them at the end of the day. Oh, you do? <laughs> I do. I do. I do. So you stand, you stand for Ben Simmons not playing. Because he I took stand. a stand. He said, I ain't playing for you guys. I don't like the way y'all treat him. He took a ben, stand. Ben Simmons, that's not a stance. Oh, it's not a stance? No. no. Oh, what you thought? It, 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 it. That's not a stance. I feel as though Ben Simmons is just like, you know what? I'm just I'm just not going to play. I don't want to play. I'm going to cry my way out of Philadelphia. He did. He got what he wanted. He lost some money. Um, just because he wanted to, I guess, not what? Play for Philly anymore? Kyrie didn't want to get vaccinated. That's two different stances of who was doing something for for the betterment of themselves. <clears throat> See, that's the problem right there. Okay? This is a team sport. This is basketball, okay? There's no... Now, if he would have walked away and didn't play, then what? What do you mean? Look, Kyrie Irving made a selfish decision. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm tired of people giving him benefit of the doubt. The man could have got vaccinated, Okay? Everybody, everybody else on his team got vaccinated. What makes him so special? You are the ringleader. You, you're, you're the one that called everybody and told them to come to Brooklyn. It, it, KD wasn't there first. James Harden wasn't there first. Hell, Steve Nash wasn't there first. It was Kyrie. So you, you tell everybody to come on over to Brooklyn. Let's boost up this name instead of the New York Knicks. But you don't want to get vaccinated? Come on, man. You can't get this guy back, man. You want to call it... You know, we're going to call it spade a spade because at the end of the day, that's something that he did, though he did enough research on, and he just said he's just not going to do it. Look, I'm not giving Kyrie a pass, okay? This man has been in the league for over 10 years, okay? He has missed countless games. You know he missed games because of the riot? You know he missed games because of the riot? There was just there was just a matter of time before he was going to miss games for something. This is a guy who, in the real world, probably wouldn't be able to hold down a job. He don't like to work. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm not giving him a pass. Okay? You, you say you don't want to get vaccinated. But yeah, your brother, Kevin Durant, because y'all buddy-buddy, right? He got vaccinated. He was out there in them trenches every day, playing by himself. You know, him and James Harden. It got to the point where you alienated your teammates so much. James Harden was like, man, fuck this. I'm out. James Harden Phil- was tired of getting his ass busted in practice. Come on, man. We, I, look, you can say what you want. James Harden's washed up. The fact of the matter is James Harden was available to play. Was he not? Who was the one guy that wasn't there to play the whole year? Kyrie Irving. He is the main factor in this equation. Okay? It was A, B, and C. Kyrie saw his way out. He's like, man, I'm not getting this shot. And I blame the Brooklyn Nets. Okay? 
they capitulated to his his request. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. We got to give in. We need Kyrie. Okay, we're going to let him play part-time. Hell, y'all should have just did that from Jump Street then. Just because y'all started losing a few games. Because remember, Brooklyn was like in the in the one seed or two seed. Remember, KD goes down with the MCL, uh, MCL spring. That's when they decide, man. We got to Like, come on, man. You 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 can't. You, you just can't do it. And so, so you so you blame Kyrie for not being vaccinated, but unvaccinated players were allowed to come and play against the Brooklyn Nets. See, you're you're conflating the ideas. No, I'm, I, just, I'm just saying. I'm answering your question. Do I agree? That the the mayor of New York City had a bogus rule out there that said the home team had to be vaccinated. I don't agree with that. I, I do think that was stupid. However, those were the rules that were in place at the time, and you knew that. You knew that before the season started, Kyrie. You knew that you weren't going to be available to play, Kyrie. You knew that your team was assembled specifically to win a championship. Okay, so your brothers went out there and they got that shot. Your whole team, your coach, your assistant coach, the hell, probably most of the fans that were at the arena, they didn't get to see Kyrie Irving perform at all this year. Not until Kevin Durant got injured and James Harden basically wanted to skip down. All that is a reflection upon you, good sir. Selfishness gets you nowhere in this world, okay? And we're going to talk about Ben Simmons in a minute. But I want to Yeah, I still want to focus in on Steve Nash. I, I really feel like. Steve Nash had circles around him. I mean, it was to the point where watching the Nets, it looked like he had no idea what he was doing. He was just like, oh, this play, we're going to run it, get Kyrie the ball. Oh, this play, we're going to have KD shoot the ball. It, it, it looked like the old Oklahoma City Thunder. Remember, if Russell Westbrook, he'll take a shot. Kevin Durant will take a shot. Okay, can there I was, ask you a question? There was, no, uh, there was no creativity. Let me ask you a question. I'm listening. Have you ever an African American coach giving the keys to a Ferrari like that no I, I have not and, and, that, and that's that's even a bigger issue. but here here's the thing again this is coming from a guy that said we don't need a head coach <laughs> this is a guy that wanted to get someone who wasn't going to interfere you really think Steve Nash was telling these guys what to do he was probably on the sideline drinking Gatorade at practice, watching them put up shots, letting Kyrie <laughs> all the offense. Because you know Kyrie, he the, Kyrie the type of guy that'll show up at MIT with no education and think he knows more than anybody in there. That's Kyrie. He's the type of guy. He's he's, he's not coachable. He's he is he's a, he's aloof. He's just someone who I don't even know if you want him in your locker room because. He is not going to conform, okay? Kevin Durant can conform. We saw him in Golden State for those two, uh, what was it, two, three years. He was in Golden State, I believe. He conformed. He he got down with the Golden State way where they moved him off. Because he's not, he's not a head. He didn't have to be the front of the bus. He wasn't the bus driver, as my man Charles Barkley said. Well, and, and, and that's a bad reflection on Kevin Durant because like I've said before, Kevin Durant is is not really, I wouldn't say he's a leader. He's just kind of a guy that 
he'll try. He, he's more like a Kawhi Leonard. He'll try to lead by example and things of that nature. But he's not one of those guys that you can really rely on to lead a troop. You know, to to get the guys united and ready to go to battle. You know, and, and unfortunately, we're going to look at this, especially if Golden State ends up in the uh, finals. You're going to look at this situation a few years from now and just ask yourself, why did you leave Steph Curry? We're not going to look at it like that. We're going to look at it like they just, we bought you in for a rental piece because we didn't need you. We know the nucleus of this team is Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson. And we're going to put some good players around the three of them because those, they know how to play with one another. They're not selfish. They play team basketball. So they got Jordan Poole. Jordan, they got Jordan Poole out there looking phenomenal. They got Andrew Wiggins out there looking amazing. So who was the real leader? We didn't need you. Yeah, but I don't think they needed him to go to state. He needed go to state. Yeah, but the problem with that is okay, you give you give Kevin Durant finals MVP both those years, right? So in his mind, in his mind, he's thinking to himself, I'm the reason why we won these chips. When in reality, they could have. They could up, up 3-1 on the Warriors. Y'all let them come back and beat y'all, and they won the they won the championship. I'm sorry, they lost to LeBron and them. They came back, but that's when Kevin Durant joined. And it's like people were, oh, Kevin Durant's the best player. He's the best player. And it's like, dude, you can't be the best player if you can't lead. It, it just it doesn't go hand in hand. It doesn't. Correct. And I don't, and, and, you know, whatever his status, if he's vaccinated, not vaccinated, Kyrie, I don't think Kyrie is a leader either. You put three, no, three he's not. players, I, you put three players who are not leaders on one team. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, think, I, James, I don't think James Harden is a leader. Um, I don't think Kevin Durant is a leader. I don't think Kyrie is a leader. Um, yeah. And you know what makes that worse? They added Ben Simmons. Like Steve Nash. No, no, no. Not, 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 not Ben Simmons. Steve Nash can't lead the troops. We don't know what you Steve Nash can do because Steve Nash has never coached. Exactly. Which is another reason why he should be getting a lot more blame. He got right. he he got that job over Sam Cassell. He got that job over um Mark Jackson. Yes, Mark Jackson would have been hell, I would have I would have preferred Stan Van Gundy over Steve Nash. <laughs> you, know, you 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 have all these other coaches out here that are by far more qualified than Steve Nash is, but they didn't get the job. Well, it wasn't about getting the job, though. And that's the part people are not putting the pieces together for. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant signed off on it. They specifically wanted Steve Nash. Okay? Uh, them. That whole roster is handpicked by Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. The whole thing. Top to bottom, whether you look at a Blake Griffin, a Nick Claxton, a Goran Dragic, Patty Mills, all these guys. I mean, I'm looking at their roster here, and you know, Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, these are just guys. These, now, are, these Pat, are just guys. No, I want to say Patty Mills is just guys. Oh, Patty Mills is not just a guy. I mean, Patty Mills. Yes, he is just a guy. Patty Mills has been in championships. He's been to the finals. He's part He's of a great. Won. You know, you know. I'm just saying, a good locker room guy. Yes, I agree. He is a good locker and, room guy. You know, and and that's why I say, you know, he is probably the only piece on there 
that has actually accomplished as much as KD. Not not statistically wise. I'm talking about being on championship teams. Yeah, and having you know having that. I, we going deep into the season. We gonna motivate each other. We are gonna build this. He's he was coached by Popovich. No, I, I, if you don't pick up if you don't pick up, you know some of his traits within you and take it to another team, then you wasn't you was there for no reason. I I agree with what you're saying, but he's still just a guy. You're no, not yes, getting... he no no yes he's <laughs> just a guy. He's just a guy, but he is the guy that actually has a has a championship, just like Kyrie and KD. I mean, look, man, I want to look at some of these numbers. Kevin Durant played 47 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. He dropped 39, but it took him 31 shots. Okay. Three for 11 from three point, 13, 31 from the field. He had nine assists, seven boards. I'm looking at Kyrie. He played two minutes less at 45 minutes. He put up 13 shots, 20 points. Come on, man. Your coach got to come in better than that. And mind you, the Nets only lost by four points. We can't sit here. Lost by we, we we sitting here taking a lot of credit away from the Celtics because they killed them. Oh, no doubt. I mean, look from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, they they could not stop Jason Tatum, whether not he fouled out or not. Right. It, it wasn't just this game; it was the entire series. It was different yeah. adjustment. You know, Marcus Smart guarding Kyrie. I mean, after Game One, you know, I, I feel like they really clamped down on Kyrie. Because I, I feel like Kyrie, you know, he can get a shot off at any time. Because they were harassing Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was a shell of himself. You know, let, let's just call it what it is. He was not performing. That wasn't Kevin Durant out there. I don't know who that was. That was just some guy. <laughs> that was Ben um, Simmons. <laughs> Jason Tatum, man, he, he he's on the cusp of superstar, superstardom, in my opinion. Uh, even this game, he put up 29 points, 4 for 6 from 3. 9 from 16 from Phil. You know, he, you know, and he got good contributions from pretty much the whole team. The whole team. Uh, well, you know, Marcus Park put up 20. And their defense the entire series, to me, um, I thought it was very <clears throat> aggressive. But I think it's what you need against a team like a Brooklyn Nets, a team that, because the Brooklyn Nets don't really clamp down on defense. That's not their M.O. They want to get up shots. You know, they want to run. Yep. You know, they, they're, they don't playing. have a lot of defensive players. Yeah, they, they're playing five guards at one point. You can't have, you know. They had KD at center. <laughs> hey, he you, was, you can't he was just like, let me try this. Let me try this. And then yeah. he, finally, he finally put Blake Griffin in the game. And Blake Griffin was out-rebounding him. Blake Griffin was actually playing with some heart. He showed me something. And I feel bad in a sense that, you know, it came to that. It was almost like a desperation substitution. Uh, you yeah. remember uh, one year Steve Kerr put uh, Andre Iguodala in the starting lineup to guard LeBron James in the finals. I believe it was 2016. It was, like a, it was like a desperation substitution. And, you know, a guy like a Blake Griffin, I mean, look, he used to be a superstar. Let's just call it what it is. And for him to be put in that position you know, I kind of feel bad for him but Steve Nash he just I don't know but man he just they were getting player. they were getting killed on second on on the boards for second uh second time shots second chance oh. shots so it's like you got Nick Jordan over there you have Lamarcus Aldridge and you have Blake Griffin you have three big men 
They don't have DeAndre Jordan anymore. It's uh, Claxton. Aldridge hasn't been playing. No, I'm sorry. Not DeAndre Jordan. I apologize. Hey, uh-huh. You're thinking of, uh, what's his name? Andre Drummond. Yeah, Drummond, who only gave you four minutes. <laughs> he got four yeah, minutes. He only, gave, he only played four minutes. Like, that, you're getting killed on the boards, but you're not putting him in. Yeah, I, I think that that's a prime example of a coach not having the pulse of his team. The Nets just, the Nets just didn't have a team spirit, man. And I thought it was kind of funny with Kyrie's post-game comment saying that, you know, one team has gelled since December and we're trying to find our way, basically. And I'm just, I'm just like, bro, do you hear yourself? Like, are you... Do you do you understand that what you're saying is you're contradicting yourself? You sound silly. And I know one, I know one team that that sounds and looks silly right now. Who's that? The Sixers. The Sixers. Well, well before we jump into the Sixers, I do want to address that trade. Before just before we jump into, it, I do want to address the trade. I I, I still believe. The Sixers won this trade. Uh, and okay. I'm only going to Absolutely. The, the Sixers got a player. Meanwhile, the Brooklyn Nets got a mannequin. Okay? Yeah. Ben Simmons. Look, Ben Simmons showed up to Brooklyn. And this man is dressing up in fuchsia color outfits. He's a distraction on the sideline. I mean, the man had on pink shades the other night. Okay? You're talking mm. about... No sun inside. Take them fucking glasses off. Yeah, it, it, and, and the thing that pisses me off is he's sitting in a position. He's sitting in a position where no matter who's watching the game, you're going to see him. He was yeah, sitting by the focus. He wasn't sitting in the back. He's six ten. I'm like, I'm like, dude. But this guy, remember, he claimed mental issues for why he didn't play in Philly. But you want to show up to Brooklyn and have on the loudest outfit? What did Frank Lucas tell us in American Gangster? He said you're dressing too loud. Okay, you need to tone that shit down. All right, you can't be coming around here wearing furs and whatnot. Remember, you know what tipped off Frank Lucas to the feds? Because that 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 girl he was with gave him that fur coat to the boxing match. That's what put the feds on. So yeah. you, Ben Simmons, you want to come to a game in a, a fuchsia colored outfit? Come on, man! Like, you, <laughs> I, I'm just so fed up with this situation, and Ben Simmons is really ruining it for future NBA players. He's, he's messing up the collective bargaining agreement. These guys, they're going to have so many rules in place now just because of a guy like Ben Simmons. He's the most selfish player in sports history. I don't care if it's soccer, tennis, baseball, cricket, bowling, any team sport, fucking swimming, Olympics, track and field. This guy is a disgrace, okay? It's, 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 usually, me, it's usually me killing Ben Simmons, but I guess... Uh, I guess I'm just let you get this off your chest. To the point where I'm just like, bro, how are you trying to file a grievance for $20 million? You got people out here dying from COVID, losing their jobs left and right. But you you having a mental breakdown and your back hurt. But you want $20 million. Come on, man. Like, we, we got we gotta stop playing around. Nah, you know what I know, you you know what I think it is? What is it now? Don't tell nobody. I think Ben Simmons is pregnant. And he pregnant with. Oh, man. This dude has no heart. You telling me they 
so okay all right let, let's say for the sake of argument his back was sore right let's say for the sake of argument okay they were talking about you playing for game four correct why couldn't you play game three <laughs> you see this? why you couldn't play the first game but, but you you telling this the media over in Brooklyn on during warm-ups, hey, look at this. And you dunk. A regular dunk. Go sit your dumb ass down. This is a disgrace, man. I don't I don't even think Ben Simmons suits up for opening night next season. I think there is a bigger issue. Like I said, Philly won a trade. Okay. The Brooklyn Nets got a mannequin. And the Sixers got the remains of James Harden. We'll get into that now. <laughs> I just had to get the that fucking off. remains. <laughs> the, re- the remains of James Harden, because I mean, look, man, this dude is playing like dog dookie. Okay, let's just call it what it is. I mean, James Harden, this guy, James Harden, last game, shot eleven shots, made four. He played forty minutes, folks. This is James Harden now. We're we're talking about a guy that was considered one of the best perimeter scorers of all time. We talking Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady. James Harden was in this conversation not more than three, four years ago. It's like this, it, it's it's like he just he just aged like overnight. It's it's the crazy. I've never seen anything like it. It's like his body is just breaking down before you. Now you could blame him partying with little baby and going <laughs> to the strip club every night. I don't know what you want to call it. But it seems like to me he's hiding behind Joel Embiid. He's like, look, I'm going to let the big guy do everything. But Joel Embiid, now he has a significant injury on his shooting hand, his thumb, torn ligament. Because Joel Embiid only gave you 20 points last game, 15 shots. Uh, He had 11 boards, but that's not the Joel Embiid we've come to know and love. This is a guy that was basically averaging 30 points. So Philly's in trouble. Uh, Philly's in trouble. Philly's in trouble. They they're in trouble when it's not because of Embiid. Uh-oh, who you who who's going to blame? James Hart? It's not it's not Embiid. Embiid is playing. Who, who Embiid you gonna, is, and you got James Harden and dickhead of a coach Doc Rivers. Come on, man! I can't blame this on Doc Rivers, man. So you're not blaming Embiid. Blame it on Doc Rivers. Why not? I can't blame that on Doc Rivers. So Doc Rivers is. One of the coaches who has who has blown a 3-0 lead. 3-1 lead. He's, he's blown three times. Yeah. Nobody's ever three, done. Three times. And he and if they lose, he's gonna be the first coach in history to blow a 3-0 lead. Yeah. Uh, Philly definitely needs to win that next game. That is not yeah. something that we wanna see. <laughs> so, I don't so, wanna... so, so if they lose this series. What do you what, what do you have to say for Doc Rivers? Well, look, Doc Rivers definitely doesn't have the best reputation for winning closeout games and, and blowing through one league. But in this situation, I'm not looking at Doc Rivers. I'm looking at the guy they traded for, James Harden. Oh, I'm, yeah. look, I'm looking at a Joel Embiid. How can okay. you look at Embiid, though? He was hurt. He's still playing. So... He's still playing. Look, yeah, this he, is a, he had twenty, but he had he had twenty points, eleven rebounds. Nah, man, they they gotta with, play with, with blame with, that on Doc. I'm not torn, doing that with a torn ligament in his finger. Look, 
None of, none of James, none of James Harden's fingers are broke, are they? I don't know what's up with James Harden. Exactly. He looked like he at the rec center or at or at uh, LA Fitness at seven o'clock running pickup that's, game. That's what that's James Harden. Joel, Joel Embiid gave you what he could give you twenty and eleven. Now, if his, hand, if his hand don't hurt, he might give you twelve more. I'm starting with James Harden. Okay. Yeah, but that's the thing. Not you got to pick up the slack. I'm not giving him a pass. I'm not giving Joel Embiid a pass. Okay. You wanted to be the man. You got Ben Simmons out of town. Okay, you managed to get James Harden in there. You got to you got to take some blame. After that, then yeah, then yeah, I'll, I'll look at Doc Rivers probably a little funny. Because uh, one thing we know about Nick Nurse and those guys up in Toronto, they go and play. They got they, look. They they have uh, the Toronto Raptors have balls. You know, we just call it what it is. That, that's not a team that's just going to lay down. Um, it's going to be a really interesting matchup because remember, Matisse Thibault can't play in Toronto. Okay, you got Maxi. Maxi's been playing like crap too, so he's got to step up. He only gave you twelve points last game. I don't even know what uh, Tobias Harris is doing. He gave you sixteen off uh, sixteen shots, but he's got to be better. Danny Green, you know, Danny Green's Danny Green. He made four threes out of nine, but. I need more from Joel Embiid. I'm sorry. 20 points? Nah. James Harden? Nah. You can't give me 15 that's, points. That's one That's one game. Okay, but it's a home game in Philly. Look to at, close look off at the, the Raptors. Come on, look man. You can't look keep giving these players a pack. Look at the stats from when Joel Embiid, those three games, that he was not injured. I'm not denying the fact that he might be feeling the effects of a torn ligament on the shooting hand. I'm starting with James Harden, though. What's wrong with James Harden? Nah, He's that's not what I'm saying. That's not James, I'm, I'm giving James Harden 100% of the blame. You're the next superstar, next man up. Your big man is down. He's going to give you what he can give you. You can't be dropping, what do you have, 14 points? 15 points, man. That's, that's fucking, that's fucking ass. And the issue, the, the bigger issue right now is, you know, with an injury like that, you got to close out the series because you're going to get the Miami Heat next. I know Jimmy Butler's not playing tonight, but I don't see the Atlanta Hawks winning this game tonight. I know people are expecting Trey Young to make some miraculous, you know, game. Look, they're down 3-1. So I think the Heat closed this game out tonight. I don't believe that the Sixers can beat the Heat. Even with a healthy Joel Embiid, I just think the Heat have a better team. So, the problem with the Sixers is you guys are stretching out a series that should have ended five nights ago. Y'all should have closed it out in Toronto. Yeah. And now you could potentially go up there and lose because they're probably going to lose the game. So, let's just call it what it is. They're probably going to go up there and lay an A. Okay. Meanwhile, the Miami Heat are going to be chilling, just waiting for their next victim. So that's the bigger issue. And nobody's really talking about that. This is the battle of attrition at this point. It's the NBA playoffs. Everybody's got to end it. You know, Jimmy Butler's not playing tonight because he's got a knee inflammation, which can mean something a little bit, uh, you know, a little bigger. You know, a lot of times with knee inflammation, you might have a slight tear, you know, one of those knees. And, you know, Jimmy Butler, he, he's a slasher. So he's getting the night off, giving him some time to rest. So if the Heat win tonight, you may be talking about a week off for Jimmy Butler, 
a fresh Jimmy Butler against the Sixers, a team that he left because he felt that, you know, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid were, were chumps. Call it what you want. He ain't have respect for those guys, especially back then. He gonna have he gonna have some work for them. Okay, so look, the Sixers need to get together. All right, I'm starting with James Harden, Joel Embiid, and then maybe we can look at Doc Rivers. They need to close this series out. We don't need a game up. We don't need that drama. Close this series out. All right, and then we also got uh the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves playing. Actually, they're playing right now. It's first quarter. Tied up at 17. Um, This is a very interesting... This is probably the most interesting series of the first round still, in my opinion. Because you have two wild young teams. They have uh, some veteran presence. And I'm interested to see how John Morant plays this game. Um, They are in Memphis. So... I don't know how you feel about this series, but I, I actually think it's the most interesting first round matchup. It's it's not it's not what you think. A lot of, I think a lot of people thought Memphis would just run uh, Minnesota out of the out of the stadium, but it, obviously it hasn't been that way. Yeah, I think this series is um, one of the biggest series, like with the most viewers, because it's competitive every every game. Yeah. yeah. Every game, you got two two young superstars going head to head. I love I love what Anthony Edwards is bringing to the table. <laughs> Here, real quick about Anthony Edwards, man. I, I know he tweaked his knee or something the other day. I've never seen a player get helped off the floor like that. <laughs> Barely able to put any pressure on his leg. Come back ten minutes later and go full throttle. <laughs> they must have had some. What, what's that juice from Space Jam they gave the players at halftime? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That yeah. shit was just that shit was just water. Yeah, it must hey, it must it must have gave that man something because he came back a beast, boy. But uh yeah, right now it's tied up 17 all in the first quarter. Uh that's that's looking to be a very interesting game tonight. Um I think the Grizzlies, uh I think the Grizzlies actually win this game at home. I I, I do think Minnesota goes back and defends their home court. We got I think we got a seven game series here. This might be the one series where we get uh, a seven game series and I think, I think that Phoenix and New Orleans series is actually Ooh, yeah. Yeah. A, bigger, a bigger surprise than, than everybody is expecting well, Willie Green is coaching his ass yes. off he, he is, is coaching his ass off and that's what I'm saying he didn't get the keys to a Ferrari he got the keys to a, a Chrysler 300 <laughs> I mean, you know, it it might have been, you know, it might have been the, you know, because think about it this way, right? You were gonna have Brandon Ingram, yeah. Zion Williamson, mm-hmm. okay. You got Hayes. I like Hayes. Who else they got on their roster? They, they, the Pelicans have a decent roster. It was a Chrysler three hundred. It was a Chrysler three hundred, especially considering, you know. Nah, I take it a Porsche with a bad tire. Porsche with a bad tire, okay. With a bad I mean, look, but the elephant in the room is obviously Devin Booker's out with the hamstring. So right now, the Suns are relying on Chris Paul a lot. Look, Chris Paul is you know 37, 38 years old. This is a guy. He's up there. You can't. I don't think you can rely on Chris Paul to 
not only assist people, because none of these guys, you know, Crowder, Aiden, all these guys. Aiden was, was the number one pick. I ain't yeah, but he's a, he's I ain't a trying to hear that shit. He need to step the fuck up, and he need to play, throw some balls, and he need but to have a better he, game. What I'm saying is DeAndre Aiden can't create his own shot. What I, what I, This is what I'm saying. Right now, Chris Paul is in charge of scoring and assisting the ball on every possession. Now, that young boy that the Pelicans have, I believe his name is Jones, last name Jones, uh, Herbert Herbert Jones, he's picking up Chris Paul for a court. Chris Paul don't have the energy for all that. He's wearing him down. <laughs> and it's only going to be a matter of time for Chris Paul pulls the hamstring. You know, he's, he's famous for pulling the hamstring. Anderson <laughs> Crowder, he can't get off his own shot. Cam Johnson, I mean, he's hit or miss. Miles Bridges, he's a he's a he's a defender. He's a he's a Draymond type of guy. And he got DeAndre. So it's basically on Chris Paul right now. Where are you going to get your points from? You got Craig coming off the bench, McGee, you know, Cameron Payne, Landry Shaman. These are just guys. Now, do I believe the Suns should still beat the Pelicans, even without Devin Booker? Yes. I do. Um but it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. And, and there's talks about Zion coming back. <laughs> Zion. He come back, it's over. Zion ain't coming back, man. We wishful okay. thing. I'll tell you what, Zion come back, you might as well forget about it. Because Devin Booker ain't coming back this series. Hmm. He ain't coming back. If he come I, back, they could, they could give somebody a run in the West. One, one thing about a hamstring is a hamstring just don't go away with rest. You know, hamstrings come and go as they please. Once you get one, it's pretty much just there. Remember, he pulled his hamstring in the finals last year against the Bucks. So this is now two years in a row where he's having this issue. We see what James Harden looks like. A, a hamstring ain't nothing to play with. Okay? It's, it's just like a, a, a turned ankle. So let's not sit here and act like we can expect Devin Booker back 100%. The Suns are in trouble. They are definitely in, in deep water. Suns are uh, in trouble. You said what? I said the Suns are in trouble. The Jazz are in trouble. Yeah, well, the Jazz, the Jazz, you know, look, man. I, I look, the Jazz, look. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You could be a homer. Go ahead. Go ahead, because I know you want to. No, nah, they, look, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, okay? He is Luca is probably top three right now. I cannot think of a player that impacts a team right now like Luca does. It's the LeBron James effect. Now I know people out there are gonna think I'm crazy, but if you look at Luca's stats since he's joined the NBA, he ain't missed the playoffs. Luca's the man. Okay. He's gonna he's gonna put the team on his back. And you saw it last night, man. 11 for, tw- 11 for 22 from the field, 50%. He was 3 for 10 from 3, but he also knocked down three threes in a row. 13 rebounds, 5 assists. I mean, dude is just a monster. He dropped 33. He got some help from Jalen Brunson. Uh, he's been balling. I think we're going to lose him next year. Uh, somebody, Somebody's going to offer him a bag. But um, the Jazz just don't have enough, man. And, and now Donovan Mitchell, they're saying that he might have a, a hamstring pull. I mean, he played terrible. Donovan Mitchell. You want to know how much Donovan Mitchell scored last night? He scored 10. Nine points. 
Dang. So these are James Harden's stat line. Four for 15, 0 for 7 from 3. Two rebounds? One assist? This is your starting point guard? Come on, man. Mike Conley gave you four points. You like that? <laughs> One for six from the field, 0 for 3. The only guy that was in double digits was Rudy Gobert. Come on, man. He can't be it. Gobert, no. If, if, if Gobert is your top scorer, you're getting swept, pretty much. I, I, I know they're not getting swept right now, but, you know, if that's the situation for an entire series, uh, it just looked like Dallas took their heart early in the game. That game never was close. Um, they just went crazy in Dallas. I mean, you had Patrick Mahomes at the game, Troy Aikman. Hell, D-Wade was there. Danny Ainge was out there. They had all the stars out. I think I saw Ezekiel, Elliott, Dak Prescott. Everybody was out there. They were showing up and showing out last night in Dallas. And it was a great scene. Uh, I'm happy to see Luka is... He looks like he's back. Uh, that first game he came back, he looked a little timid. Because, you know, with a calf strain, you know, you're not, you're not too sure until you get out there and play. You know what I mean? It's like, are you hurt? Are you not hurt? You know, it's, but... That last game, he was aggressive. He was driving to the basket. I mean, it was like a, a NASCAR race out there to the basket. You know, you I know, hear a lot of people talk about Rudy Gobert as a great shot blocker, but I couldn't tell. Go ahead, you gonna get your palms out? Your pom poms out? Go Luca! Go Luca! Huh? Man, holla Luca, man! Don't say it's blasphemy. Holla Luca! Because Luca is playing like how Luca is supposed to play. Um, I don't expect anything else. Less than less from Luca. Um, yeah, I mean, you got the top players that are playing right now. You got Tatum. You got Luca. Yeah. Um, Giannis is doing what Giannis does. That's that series is very quiet. Jimmy well, Butler. Jimmy sure. Butler before he got hurt was and driving in and, and, uh, Milwaukee. Uh, I think Gian- Giannis is just Giannis. I mean, look, I think Giannis is the best player. Um, if you ask me who would I want to take between, you know, the players that we're naming, Jason Tatum, Luka, Giannis, Jimmy Butler, Trey Young, these 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 guys, I'm taking Luka, but I may be a little biased. <laughs> yeah, we, we know. Uh, he's just He's just a guy you can build around. Great personality, great smile. He shows up. He's got the heart of You did not just say fucking smile. <laughs> and he's got a great smile. He's got a Magic Johnson smile, okay? When Luca smiles, I smile, okay? God damn. Right. Let's do it, man. Bash for life, baby. You, you saw Mark Cuban on the sideline. Everybody, man, I'm telling you, the Stars was out last night in Dallas. It was a great scene. And uh, I think we close it out next game. I think we close it out next game. Oh. And it's going to be our first playoff uh, series win since we won a championship, which, which is a crazy stat to be to be honest. Uh, so that's going to be good. I think it'll take off the stain that Luca has had because remember, Trey Young and Luca were traded. Uh, you know, a lot of people thought that the Atlanta Hawks got holes, but remember, somehow, some way, Trey Young got his boys to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Now, you could say it was an anomaly because of, you know, COVID and, you know, all this other stuff. Bubble play from the year prior. People were tired. Lots of injuries. Blah, blah, blah. But he still got them there. 
Uh, so I think it'll be a, a great win for Luca for his confidence. Um, I think that uh, it, it's just it's just a good look. It's a good look for the NBA. Foreigners are taking over. I don't know if you've noticed, but I mean Giannis. I, I wonder if people think Giannis is from America. You think they do? I mean, no, no. He talks. <laughs> he doesn't even sound like it. <laughs> so Europeans, Europeans in general, international players, whatever. They're taking over the NBA in a lot of prime positions, man. It's a, I mean, you got Jokic, you got Luka, you got uh, Giannis, of course. Who else we got out there that's an international player? It's a couple of them. I'm probably missing some, but... Hell, Embiid. Embiid is not from America. He's from, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Cameroon. If I'm yeah. not mistaken. Siakam's from Cameroon. Mm-hmm. So, you got... Look, man. It's a good look, though. The NBA, you know, their brand... It's definitely expanded, and, and I, I love to see it. Um, I love to see it, man. It's, it's yeah. a good look. So I think that uh, right now, the best thing about the uh, the series between the Jazz and the Mavericks as well is that be- because the Jazz play in Utah, a lot of times they don't get that. They don't get that light shined on them. So a guy like a Donovan Mitchell... I think a lot of people think he's better than what he is. I feel though that they're going to blow that team up. They're going to get rid of Donovan Mitchell. They're going to get rid of Rico Bear. Yeah, well, I think you got to get something for Donovan Mitchell. You can't, oh, yeah. can't just let these guys walk out the door. Oh no, no, I don't, I don't think that. I just think that the Donovan Mitchell Rudy Gobert experience. I think they it has ran its course because they're not winning in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, I mean, this has been going on for years now. I mean, I remember in the bubble where uh, he was going against Jamal Murray. That was a great series, but they lost. No matter how you want to look at it, they lost, you know. Um, It's just one of those situations where, you know, again, a location like Utah, they can't attract free agents. You know, Portland, these, these, you know, Sacramento, Kings, some of these locations, man, they just, they don't attract free agents. Surprisingly, Dallas doesn't attract a lot of free agents. Um, but, you know, that's a story for another day. What else my we got? Knicks, my Knicks need to attract some free agents so we could be in the playoffs, too. Uh, yeah. You and these damn Knicks. They, they should have changed, changed their name to the Tick. That's what they should change their name to. Yeah. They just sucking the life out of y'all fan base. Lord have mercy. Y'all can't catch a break, man. Y'all could have had Zion, John Morant. Hell, y'all could have had Donovan Mitchell. Didn't y'all draft uh, Nina King? Nina King? I don't know. Nina King. I don't want to talk about that, man. Y'all could have had Donovan Mitchell, man. So I, I don't want to hear nothing about that. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing. We should have just let Charles Oakley knock our own the fuck out. <laughs> Charles Oakley was going to beat that ass. Yeah, speaking of another Charles, I do want to address the uh, comments between uh, Charles Barkley uh, saying that, you know, what did he say? Uh, Kevin Durant doesn't drive the bus? No, he says he's not, a, he's not a leader, basically. I agree. And Kevin I know Durant, Kevin Durant came back at him on Twitter with, with his little caption. With yeah, uh, I, mentioned, I mentioned that earlier in the episode. I said, you know, he's just not a leader. You know, it's Charles Barkley... And then, you know, he, he tried to come at Charles Barkley. No, Charles Barkley don't got no championships. But back then, 
They wasn't going to different teams and teaming up with the super teams back then. Yeah, he played with Hakeem Olajuwon, and they were older. They were, they were older though. But let's not talk about that Phoenix Suns team that Charles Barkley was the man on. Nobody not- remembers. That's the problem. Hey, listen, man. He was the man on it though. They lost to they lost to Michael Jordan in the, in the finals. Hey, Michael Jordan ended a lot of people's careers. <laughs> that that's not really something to be upset about. I mean, you're talking about the goat. So, did I really blame Charles Barkley for not beating Jordan? No. I mean, this is MJ we're talking about. Uh, I I, I gotta address one thing. I gotta address this NFL draft, man. This is. Right now, for me, probably the most underwhelming NFL draft in the last 10 years. Now, I know some might think that's a stretch, but I cannot remember in the last decade a draft going so far under the radar. You know why? I mean, I don't even you know, know why this draft has gone so far under the radar. It's not really no star-studded players like offensively. This is no more of a def- this is more of a defensive draft. Yeah, no quarterback, man. And I feel bad because you know, the AFC is loaded with quarterbacks. And you look at the Jags, the Jags had the first pick. They picked Trevor Lawrence last year. You know, they don't need a quarterback. The Lions have uh Jared uh, uh Jared Goff. Uh the Texans, they believe in that guy they they uh who was that guy they drafted? I can't even think of his name, but the Texans don't think they need a quarterback. The Jets drafted Zach Wilson, and the Giants still got, uh, uh, Jesus, Daniel Jones. So between the top five picks, there's no quarterback need. I think that's where the disinterest comes from when you don't have top flight quarterbacks and even a running back to a certain degree. There's none of that. They got this guy, Aiden Hutchinson, going number one from Michigan. He sucks. They got this guy, Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Now, you're a Georgia fan, so you might know a little bit more about this guy. Yeah. Most people. Yeah, um, he, he, he's really, you know, he, he is a, he is as good as advertised. Um, so. you know, we, have, we have three defense linemen going, possibly going in the first, well, that are going in the first round. That's, that's that, you know, stand. But... Yeah, like this. This is a defensive, defensive draft. Um, that's why yeah. there's really no light being shined on it. You have a few quarterbacks, you know, with Malik Willis, and you know the quarterback uh, from Pitt, um, Kenny Pickett. You know, we just, you know, we don't know who's going to be who, what's going to be what. But I can tell you one thing: when you when you go up against Alabama, and you look like shit. Which the defensive end from Hutchinson, the defensive Hutchinson, he looked like yeah. shit against Alabama. You remember, well, what remember what happened to Man Titeo? Yeah, and, and and look, Alabama they didn't have the best offensive line last year. That was probably one of the few years where uh, I thought Alabama didn't have uh, you know a defense, uh, a, a great offensive line, uh, really for the first time in a while. I mean. Uh, you don't really see that from a Nick Saban team. Um, but I'm just looking at some of these projections, and, you know, I'm seeing here the first skill position is at number six. 
Uh, they got this wide receiver out of Ohio. Uh, Wilson, I believe his name is. That's that's not watchability. I probably will tune into the draft just as a casual NFL fan. Uh, Garrett Wilson is his name, wide receiver from, from Ohio State. They got him going number six. That is your first skill position in the first round? So we see that this year's talent as far as offense is not there. Uh, it's looking like defensive line, offense, offensive line, cornerback. Uh, I'm not seeing any big quarterbacks. I'm looking at the projections, of course. Uh, Mel Kuyper from ESPN. Hell no shit either. Well, I mean, even across the board, though, this is what I'm saying. I, I'm seeing nothing but wide receiver, DN, cornerback. I see no QB. Uh, they got the first quarterback coming off the board at 21, which belongs to the who they got drafting at number 21. That looks like the uh, Patriots, which doesn't make any sense because they just drafted Mac Jones. So we obviously know that's not going to happen. I think he falls to uh, New Orleans or the Steelers, it's looking like to me. The Eagles might grab a quarterback because I don't know how much they believe in uh, – Jalen Hurts. I'm not a believer in Jalen Hurts. I know some people love him, but uh, that might be a place he may land. But yeah. I want I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> you would. I like Jalen Hurts, man. You know, man, that man sucks. Man. I'm not even going to pull up the stats because they're not even worth looking at. His stats look like they were divided three times. I'm not even going to talk about Jalen Hurts. Uh, but yeah, this draft, like I said, I just wanted to mention that because. I know it drops on Thursday, and I can be honest with you. I'm not really interested in it in much, a bit. It's, it's going to be one of those drafts where I just have it on just to see who goes where, see who my team picks. Shout out to the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, by the way, we are not trading Darren Waller, uh, Green Bay. I don't know what the hell y'all are thinking. <laughs> if y'all wanted Darren Waller, y'all should have had a package along with Devontae included. You, you, what, 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 in, in what world will we give a Darren Waller now? That does that defeats the purpose of the trade in the first place for it. So I, I, I saw that in the news, but other than that, it's quiet for the NFL right now. Um, the draft is Thursday, folks. I know some of you have some hope, but a lot of these players that are coming out this year are not going to be life changers. <laughs> I, I, I'm not seeing it. I don't know if you see anybody on here that. That looks like hey, a life. You know, there's, there's always going to be one. It might not even be in the top 10 first, even the first round. It, it's it's going to be somebody out there. Yeah. Yeah. It always, it's always a hidden gem. There's always a DK Metcalf or a Tom Brady just laying around somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just don't know who they are yet, but they will be there and we will figure out who they are. Well, well, we'll stay tuned for that, but that's all for today, folks. We're going to tune into these games tonight. We got Heat, Hawks, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, and we also have Pelicans, New Orleans tonight. So we got a good slate of basketball for you watchers out there. And uh, look out for that NFL draft Thursday night. Uh, I got nothing else to say. All I'm going to say is Luka Doncic is the man. And that's another episode of Unfiltered as Fuck. Peace. Peace.